Hey guys, Joy Taylor here. And mm. before we get to the Maybe I'm Crazy podcast, I want to talk to you about Health IQ. Health IQ uses science and data to secure lower rates on life insurance for health conscious people. So if you're living an overall healthy lifestyle, you have a 60% lower risk of mortality than someone who isn't. Mm. Whether you're a runner, cyclist, vegan, you name it, Health IQ rewards you by saving you money on your life insurance. More than half of Health IQ customers save between 4 and 33%, and these savings are exclusive to Health IQ. So to learn more and see if you qualify, get your free quote at healthiq.com slash crazy and mention the promo code crazy when you talk to a Health IQ agent. Now let's get to the show. Is that why you wear that life hoodie today? No, they spell it regular life. Oh, but still. Just give you life, health insurance, life, life insurance, life insurance. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Shout out life. <laughs> yo, yo, special yo, yo. bonus podcast. Mm. Reggie Bush. He's joining us right now. Uh, we talk about a lot of fun stuff. Uh, enjoy the bonus podcast. Make sure you subscribe and uh, comment, follow at maybe Crazy Pod on everything. Uh, enjoy. All right, we're joined by Reggie Bush. Welcome. Thank you. You look very uh, academic. Thank you. I appreciate today. that. Yeah, yeah, you know, I uh, so I was on NFL Network yesterday, and I I didn't dress my best, so I was like, I'm gonna change it up today. Okay. Wait, I tried you, something different yesterday. You didn't dress your best? I just I wore like a shirt, and rather than tucking it in, I let it like hang out with the jacket over top. I saw somebody else do it. It didn't work for me, <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna dress nice today. Well, at least you're taking, uh, you know, you're taking fashion it didn't work, risks. It didn't work out. Yeah, right? I took you a risk. The, 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 the reddish shoes going. Yeah, like it's a good look. Um, so you joined us on Undisputed, yep. and uh, you were a very high draft pick, which worked out very mm-hmm. well for the, yeah. <laughs> for the Saints <laughs> yeah. and yourself. Um, yeah. And there's talk of Saquon Barkley. The mm-hmm. combine is underway. Yeah. Um, you, the Browns are obviously an option for him. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, I, I, I mean, if I'm, I'm gonna be honest. Uh, ew, look, all right. I don't like Cleveland. All right, everyone knows this. Okay, I'm from Pittsburgh. I don't like Cleveland's whatever. I don't think saying that the Browns are a terrible organization is outlandish because they no, have proven to be that. It's not a hot consistently. Take. Consistently, yes. they've yes. been consistent. Jewish Consist- measurement of performance. Consistent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, and they've consistently <laughs> lost. Yeah. Um, so if I'm an, an NFL prospect, I do not want to go to the Browns. Hundred uh, percent. I think. I, I think. Actually, I think if you're a top prospect, I think I'm okay with you saying I don't want to go to the Browns. Yeah. I wouldn't even judge anybody at this point. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wouldn't judge you for that either. I mean, when you win one game in two years, I mean, you actually have to try hard to do that. You have to try hard to be that bad. Um, and I think it falls on coaching. You know what I mean? When you when it's that level, that falls on coaching because this is the NFL. It's a league of all stars. Everybody at some point was a you know all American right. in high school and college mm-hmm. and all those things. So you have good players there, and they have good players. They need some more pieces, but. You know, I know they've been talking about um, drafting another quarterback. It's just like, how many times are you going to do this? Like, how many times are you going to draft a quarterback in the first round? I think they have to keep miss. doing that until Stop. they get it right. But, but to your point, no, uh, no, what do you mean? That's not how. I don't think this. I don't think they should do that. Is that how it works? Just build around Kaiser. Yes, build around oh, him. Give him a shot. You only got one year. This one with the, with I'm the, just with saying. The Notre Dame I'm just saying. Look, I know Deshaun he's right Kaiser. here. But I'm just saying. Period. You got at some point in time, you got to stop blowing up your entire locker room by exactly. drafting a first round uh, quarterback yeah. every year. Every. So year. you think Deshaun Kaiser is the guy? I'm not saying he's the guy, but I'm saying, man, give him a shot. Like, don't just do the one and done because. A, a year ago, everybody was calling Jared Goff a bust, mm-hmm. right? Well, yes. He was with Jeff Fisher. But it was just Jeff Fisher. 
But what were they what were they saying about Jared Goff too? They were saying there were people saying he was a bust, like he he wasn't yeah. the guy they they thought he would be. Eric Dickerson wasn't one of those people. <laughs> yes. He knew that okay. Jeff Fisher it had to go. Not a winner. <laughs> yeah. And then you enter Sean McVay. Sean McVay. Yeah. Um, and now it's just like uh, this is what it's supposed to be like. This is the Jared Goff we all thought he mm-hmm. could be. You know what I mean? So I think there's there's examples of that throughout the league. Case Keenum, right? Before mm-hmm. this year, Case Keenum was just a backup quarterback guy. And, and maybe he guy. still is, but you saw what good coaching can do for yeah. teams, right? Good coaching can do for players. And I think the same thing. They need good – They, I mean, I don't know. Maybe they need to start having an NFL draft for coaches. So, well, <laughs> I mean, so do you not believe in Hugh Jackson? Or do you I like Hugh Jackson. Do you think it's above him? I like Hugh Jackson, but he, the results speak facts. Right, we we all respect winning in this game, and unless I, you're the Bengals, I, and I'm a Hugh Jackson fan, um, you know, and I know him well. I know him personally. I played against him a number of times, and every time I see him, it's always cordial. It will always be that. But at the end of the day, he he's not getting the job done over there. So, um, and he knows that, and, and it falls on the shoulders of everybody in that organization. And to me, it starts with the owner, it starts with the leadership of the organization, and it trickles down, you know, to uh, to everybody else, the way you approach the the day, the, the the your practices, the way you approach the games, the way you approach, um, you know, recovery, rest, and you know, everything, the way that you handle business starts from the top on down. Yeah, I would I would have to tend to agree with that. Browns yeah. have been pretty stinky for a long time, but I. So, where do you think that if he doesn't go to the Browns, God willing, God bless, Giants. Sake one. I think he should go Giants. Ooh. Okay, so we had. I've been saying Giants for for a long time. We had uh, Snacks Harrison on uh, last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, healthy snacks. Healthy is actually snacks his now. Name now. Yeah. He's given up dairy and meat. Oh, nice. So, nice. I mean, can we call them snacks anymore? Healthy snacks. Healthy vegan snacks. <laughs> vegan snacks. Yes, eventually. he's going. He's going to be vegan eventually. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Giants were a just dumpster fire. They were bad last year. Yeah. Uh, I hated what they did to Eli Manning. Me too. Well, I'm not a huge McAdoo, uh, no eyebrows McAdoo fan to begin yeah. with. But yeah. um, I mean, look, he lost all of his receivers. Uh, mm-hmm. And I, I didn't blame what happened on Eli anyway, but I thought what they did to him was atrocious. Yeah. With the Geno Smith thing. Uh, it, it, that was that's it, what got him the boot. That's right. what got so, yeah, McAdoo the like, boot. I was know doing this is like that. an old story, but it's, it does bother me because I whatever yeah. I don't care about the Giants or Eli Manning, but like it, it was ridiculous. Yeah, the one thing ridiculous. that they have going for him for them is the consistency at quarterback. Eli Manning has been the face of that organization. He's got A this unbelievable time. streak going, yeah. and you break it for Geno Smith. Like no disrespect to Geno Smith, but <laughs> who the bleep is Geno Smith? It's like what, what are we doing here? Yeah. Are you insane? I really thought like maybe they just lost their minds for a second. Like sometimes yeah. people just go crazy, well, and there's no explanation for it. What What did you think when that happened? Uh, I think I thought the same thing everybody else thought. Like, what the hell are you doing? You know what I mean? Like, this is, um, you know, like you said, Eli has a streak going, and and you know, if you had a rookie behind him that you just wanted to kind of see, mm-hmm. and, but you didn't. Like, you didn't have a guy behind Eli that you thought, okay, this could be. Well, they had know, Davis potentially, Webb, but they didn't go to him. Right. right. Exactly. And they went to Geno Smith, and and you know. Nothing towards Geno Smith, but he just is he no. Nah, nah. Shout out to Geno he Smith. He's it. still getting these checks in the league. Yeah, he's back he could have disappeared a long time ago. Backup quarterbacks get, yeah. get paid it's now. A good, it's a good life. <clears throat> yeah, Matt Moore has a very good life. <laughs> yeah, he oh, does. Matt Moore, shout out Matt Moore. A lot of money for a uh, long time. Yes, he has. And backup quarterback, if you are a backup quarterback that really never has to play, yeah, you're always a hero. Right. Yeah, because you never get the opportunity to uh, to be that guy that everybody hates. Yes. So speaking of a guy who's very consistent, Drew Brees, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Saints had a. Uh, I thought it was going to be Saints Patriots Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, it was turned out to be the the one thing I'm wrong about in every ten years. Um, <laughs> so, so it wasn't. Uh, but it did. In, in it, you know, in my defense, it took a literal miracle. Yes. For that to happen, it did. Did you feel for them? Yeah, I did. I felt. I felt really bad um, because it's just one of those plays uh, that listen when you as a kid. When you're growing up and you always dream of, like, you know, certain things, mm-hmm. um, I have to imagine as a defensive player, you have, one of your dreams is, like, to make the game-winning tackle, mm-hmm. you know, to take you to the NFC Championship or to the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Right. And, and, you know, that had to be a nightmare for that kid. You know what I mean? And and um, he handled the media. I saw his post-game uh, interviews. I thought he handled it well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought he did a good job, you know, just handling all the criticism and everything that came along with that. And listen, it happened. It's over. None of us are perfect, you know. And uh, it's easy to criticize a guy from afar, right? It's easy to criticize a guy uh, when you're not in that situation. And and uh, but at the end of the day, um, he knew that he messed up. He knew that he should have been better. Um, and and that's it. That's all you can take away from that, man. Yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, I, I felt really bad, though, like terrible. Like I actually, I was actually on air when it happened mm-hmm. at NFL Network, and I got up and walked off. <laughs> Like, middle of the show, I got up and walked off. Yeah, I needed just a second just to dissect what was happening right now. That's Yeah, that's it's so rough. I, I did feel for him. Yeah. Uh, but I thought everybody handled it really I thought so too. classy. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's easy to, to lose your mind. Uh, yeah, we were sure. discussing before we started recording how little patience uh, the two of us have. Brandon's yeah. a saint, so he's he's different. Yeah. He's cut from a different cloth. But yeah. um, Drew Brees, like, uh, they were that close, yeah. you know. So do you yep. think that they – do you think – they will be able to do that because the NFC is yeah strong right now. Strong. Um, I, I think they'll be able to get back to the playoffs, um, and then what they do after that is up to them. You know, I think they need to add one or two pieces uh, to the puzzle to Where? on defense. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think they need a linebacker. Uh, they mm-hmm. need to go out and get a linebacker. So I think they need uh, you know to add some more pieces on defense because listen, Drew has proven that whoever you give him, they gonna he's gonna right. make right. him better right, right. on offense right yeah. like. Every receiver that he's played with has had over a thousand yards. You know what I mean. Right. And so, and all the you know the running backs is they're set there. You know, uh, maybe get him give him an offensive line, but you you give Drew some more pieces on that defense to to get them the ball back even more than what they did this year. Which that's that's how we won the Super Bowl. Yeah. You know, because we were getting turnovers. You know, we got turnovers after turnovers after turnovers every game, and that was our staple and it proved to be that in the Super Bowl. You know, so um, yeah. What do you think about what Mark Ingram's been able to do, though? Like, yeah. the resurgence of the running backs has been a big deal this year. Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, make running backs great again. I claim yeah. that make running backs great again. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like we got a lot of great rookie running backs yeah. uh, mm-hmm. out there right now. No. And I think um, Saquon will continue to further that as well. Yeah. Uh, Saquon Barkley. Mm-hmm. So I think what, what Mark Ingram has done over his career has been tremendous because he's been patient. Mm. You know, and he's been in the system, which is one of the reasons why I asked for a trade. He's been in the systems where they like to use three running backs, mm. you know, and and for a running back, you know, you feel like I need at least this many touches to get into a rhythm, mm. you know. So it's hard when you get one carry in the first quarter, you maybe get two carries in the third right. and then maybe two more in the fourth. You know, that's tough. You can never get into a rhythm like that. So. Um, I applaud him for his patience mm-hmm. and, and sticking sticking with it because 
I couldn't do it. After year five, I was like, I need to go somewhere else. And well, that's yeah, how that's, I ended up in Miami. That's, uh, yeah, which we, which we appreciated. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's what, what happened with AP. Yeah. Down there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, all right. So the combine is, is rolling right now. Did you, did you enjoy your combine experience? Um, I did. I, I didn't test. I didn't do any of the tests there. I right. just did interview. Actually, sorry. I only did one interview because um, everybody, the other 31 NFL teams felt like they had no shot right. to get me. So every, it was pretty much clear cut. I was going to Houston. Uh, at that point, so I interviewed one team, and that was it. And uh, I went and you know did all the height and weight and stuff like that. But I didn't I didn't do any of the testing at the in Indianapolis. Do you think it's more uh, like every every year we we overly examine the combine like yes, as fans, and we just want football. I agree. You know, we're yeah. like, mm-hmm. oh my god, it's just that dead time where you're trying to find something right, and we need interesting content. to talk we about. Wanna, <laughs> we want to watch. You know, we want to see what's going on. Yeah. But do you, like. To me, the combine and uh, like I'm not running a team, obviously. Although maybe I could run the Browns. Uh, <laughs> you could. Yeah, <laughs> well, I could do it worse, right? <laughs> right. Like just go out there you and try. Do we won one game in two years. <laughs> I, I, I at least do that. Um, do you think it hurts some guys? The combine. Yeah, because you know you have yeah. tape on these guys. Yeah, it depends on who you are. So for me, I felt like. I was going to do my pro day on my testing at USC, and mm-hmm. I didn't need to do it twice because the film, like you said, the, the tape's out there. The film don't lie. Um, so I knew I was going to test well, so I, I felt like I didn't need to do it twice. You know, so I did it one time in my own, <clears throat> in my own environment um, with the surroundings of people that I already knew. You know, so for me, I was in a different position than some other guys. You know, some other guys, like I believe Sam Darnold should test. Yeah. I think he should do everything. Uh, more than once mm-hmm. to put everybody's you know minds at ease of you know what are the questions about him which are accuracy his ability to be able to read you know coverages because of the, a lot of the interceptions that he had you know this season so I think for guys like him I think he should go and do that because um, you know he still has a lot of things that he needs to you know to to answer some of those questions. What do you think of Sam Darnold? Because I feel I like, like all the quarterbacks in this draft kind of have some big. Uh, yeah. question marks on them. We love Swaggy B, but we'll get to him in a second. Sw- who? Swaggy, Swaggy B. Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like Baker Mayfield, too, man. We'll start um, with Sam Darnold. I like Sam Darnold, and he's extremely athletic. So he's. I think he said that he's going to go and, and do all the athletic stuff, the, the drills and stuff like that. Right. So, And you know he's going to do that well. Like I already know, without even having seen him, um, you know, do some of the drill. I know he's going to test well because you you see how athletic he is. You know, when he plays, mm-hmm. right? So that's that's never been a question is how athletic he is. You know, you see he takes off and runs sometimes, and and he can make defenders miss. Um, how you know he has really good uh, pocket awareness. Uh, you know, in, when in the pocket when he's standing back. So all those things translate. You know, to he's athletic and he's going to test well. So um, you know, I like him. Um, the one thing that he has to do is mature as, uh, as you know, when he's reading coverages and when he's, you know, trying to force, um, you know, throws that he doesn't have to, you know. So he's got to do a better job of that because when you look at guys like, for example, Jameis Winston, when he was coming out of college, the knock was, you know, he turns the ball over too much and you see he's still doing the right. same thing. Mm-hmm. So um, that's the one area he has to improve on. Well, that's so what, – what do they say? Like you throw – to the guy that's open yes. in college, you have yep. to throw them open in the NFL. Hundred percent. So, 100%. and that's the difference between right. the good ones in this league and you know the other bottom half, right? right? Like Tom Brady throws you open, 
right? Like Drew Brees and all those types of guys, they throw you open, right? But when you have other quarterbacks there, you have to get open, you know, for them to, to throw you the ball. Yeah. You know, so there, there's a big difference. Well, that. that's why I like Swaggy B. You can steal that, by the way. Um, it originated here <laughs> on this podcast. Um, but I like Baker because he's the most accurate yes. college quarterback. Yep. I, th- I know, obviously, he's short by mm-hmm. – uh, quarterback which is, standards. Which Russell Wilson short, Drew Brees is short. Mm-hmm. But there's like, are there more? Are there more? Yeah. Like how many more? Chase Keenum. Chase Keenum's only six feet. He's shorter than Drew. Yeah. Yeah. When they shook hands, I was like, mm. he's yeah. shorter than Drew. Shorter than Drew. Mm. Drew's like six foot and a couple, you know, centimeters. <laughs> a couple Ritz crackers. Like yeah. Like, okay, so we've got three guys. You know, yeah. I mean, that's that is. It's not like my take. Like I think I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a good criticism of him that he's yeah. short, but yeah. he is accurate. Well, I think so. The the from what I've seen with quarterbacks that are on the shorter side, they have to play out of the shotgun a lot more, right? Rather than dropping back, right. rather than going under, underneath the center. So, um, you know that that'll be you know one thing that you know that's dependent on whatever team drafts him of how they're going to handle that part. Because I think when he's at OU, he only play out shotgun, right? I think it was only a shotgun quarterback. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I like didn't see him under. Style, yeah, yeah no. I didn't see him under center a lot. Right. You know, so, and that's fine. You know, it's just that whoever drafts him will have to understand have to have that. that system. They'll have to have that system built. Do you have a problem with his off the field stuff? I'm, I'm very like. Is it off the field though, or is it on the field? I mean, he did try to outrun a cop with a terrible the first step. Stuff. Oh, he did. Uh, yeah, he I didn't hear about to get, that part. Like, he was like standing was, there. You, your first step's got to be quicker. Time. You know, if I'm if I'm an yeah. NFL team, I'm looking at that tape. Stop. Like, ah, uh, I feel Stop. like your yeah. first step. First of all, white privilege. Okay, let's just say it. All right, you're running from a cop. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's white privilege. <laughs> okay, that, that, that's that's fine. We all know that. But <laughs> your first step when you're running from the cops has yeah. got to be quicker than that. He was Funny. also in cops. He's just drunk. That, that, that's, he got caught. He was, you haven't seen this? No, I haven't. Okay, seen we'll it. show you. Uh, yeah. no. He takes. It's <laughs> a video. Yes. Yes. So yeah, there. I mean, he. We all know about his. His on the field stuff, yeah. the crotch grabbing. Yeah. The, well, listen. Okay, let's know, let's the, let's revisit that crotch grabbing incident because I felt strongly about that. Listen, you were offended. I was offended by the fact that they didn't shake his hand. Like you don't shake mm-hmm. my hand pregame. Oh, we got we got listen, we gonna handle this. Listen, I I'm with you. In don't have me stick my hand out there and you just stand there like Mr. Tough Guy. They were babies that chose not to shake his hand. But what, no, the other I'm guys sure too. They were instructed. No, not the babies. I'm talking well, about. Yeah, the, but like when he got hyped was when he went to shake the baby's hand. They were like, nah, nah, fam. Nah, I mean, I'm not talking about the babies. Now we do it out here. I know, but it's mad disrespectful. It's disrespectful. Mad disrespectful. I'm talking about the guys standing across. Like I'm with you. You they shake stood his hand. there like they, they was tried just. Him. Like, they asked for yeah, that. Yeah, like you asked for that. You know what I mean? So. Now, could he have handled that better? Yes, 100%. But I love the competitive fire that he brings to the game because that's just, you need that. You want that from a quarterback. You know what I mean? Now, there's other there's other avenues and ways to go about that, but I love the competitive spirit that Can he has. Can you have that as – I mean, look, look I, I, I want him to go to the Dolphins if we're, if we're being mm-hmm. honest about it. Like, yeah, that's that's my it. hope. Yeah, because they need a quarterback. I, I agree. Sure. They do need um, Yeah, they yeah. do. Uh, but also, I just think it's it, – I'm done with the whole, like, you can't wear your hat backwards if you're uh, – That's stupid, The yeah. you, you know, well, franchise quarterback, you got to yeah. be this particular mold. And yeah. I get it. You're the guy that's talking all the time, and we give Cam Newton, uh, uh, you know, a lot of slack. Yeah. Not that it's not deserved yes. for some of it. Yeah, um, yeah. He does, he does say sometimes. things yep. like, it's like, you know. But I do think Cam wears it harder than he needs to. Yeah. But – 
Yeah, uh, I okay. think he brings a little bit more on himself than he needs to. Yeah, for Do we sure. Have the video? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so this is a this is a terrible first step of Baker Mayfield. (laughs) This is this is him. Oh my god! Trying to outrun the popo. Oh, and he got blasted too. Really, come on! Like first round, first yeah, first round draft pick that cop. Well, listen, solid tackle. I mean, you know, he's never been in that environment before. You know, most black people, you know, we understand. Like like, that first step got to be quick. You can't just be trying to slowly get up. First of all, you got to start climbing. What is your Look, I don't want to break down the psychology of someone who thinks that they're going to outrun the police. Yeah. Okay, like I don't see. understand why people still do it. <laughs> I, I mean, I guess if you're desperate, maybe, but you're not going to outrun the police. No, you're not. On foot not. or in vehicle. You're not. And like when they find you, it's worse. Though. Yeah. Like that's because they're going to find you. It's like when you run from your mother. Like just oh, take yes, it. Yes, just yes, take yes, it because yes. if, she, when, <laughs> if slash when, but you know it's really when <laughs> yes. she catches make, you. Yes. She's gonna be so much more angry for having to exert energy. I agree. My and now mad. she's going. Now she's fueled. <laughs> so she's like, as opposed to when that she whooping made, gonna be harder. Right. Yeah. right. <laughs> you made me get up. Here's done when you run from your mother. <laughs> when she originally wanted to whoop you, yes. she maybe felt like. Some some twinge of like, oh, this is my child. Yeah, they're just learning. But okay, we, I gotta yeah. discipline them. When you start running, she's like, oh, bleep I'm that. Whoop you even harder. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like they deserve it. Coming at you. Yes, yes. You, you've just proven when, when her. You this? need a whoop. When was this? This what yeah. was this? Uh, when did that happen? Two summers ago. Actually, we know. Yeah. Two years ago. February twenty fifth. So he was what a sophomore freshman. It was February 25th, uh, 2017. So was just last literally year? last year. Oh, it was last year? Yeah. This was last year? Almost the one-year anniversary. Oh, damn. One-year anniversary yeah. of the worst first step ever. <laughs> well, what is, well, first of all, why was he running? Whoa, I mean, what was the nature Intoxication of... arrest. Yeah, he was intoxicated. He's out here living his best life. And like, <laughs> chill. That's okay, so this is... Yeah. So that's what they Manziel, call it now, obviously, is life. who he is. Well, yeah, it was his best life until right. he decided that he was going to be faster than a cop. He got blasted, right too. I'm oh, actually yeah, more yeah. disappointed that he got blasted by the cop. Like, come on. Yeah. You out there avoiding all them the best athletes on the field and you get yeah, smacked by a cop? <laughs> I, I, I wholeheartedly agree. It's, 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 the, it's his worst tape. That's for sure, by far, his worst tape. Like, if you were going to drop... Like, when you have tests and you can drop your lowest grade, drop that one. Yes. That is the worst thing. And you know what? You. Whatever team he gets drafted to, yeah. if if I'm like the coach, I'm gonna like make fun of him. Yeah, For, I'm gonna play. bring that up and make fun of him. You know what you I'm saying? Play. Yes. I, I gotta play I that first team. Take the clip of the, of us talking about it and play it for the entire yes. team. I'm like, you know what? And and yeah. listen, like he's durable though, because that that <laughs> hit that he is hit. durable. That's so you got to make that point. Like right, he's durable, yeah, yes. but we got to work on that first step. Like right. the first, first step, step is, is not terrible. where we need it to be right now. Terrible. Right. First step is everything. This type, but he can take a hit though. Yeah. yeah. This so, type of hit that really does make me dislike the combine now. It's like there's just certain things that you can't just tell. Like, you gonna go right. through a hitting drill? Yeah. <laughs> Bringing the cops, we're gonna line everybody up. Who can outrun him? So he's getting compared to Manziel a lot. Yeah. Um, which I, I get the comparison. Yeah. Um, I think that. Uh, Manziel had some real actual problems yep, I that agree. I don't necessarily think that Baker has. But I think we talked about this last week. I think the biggest difference between the two of them is that it seems to me, like you mentioned the the competitive nature. Mm-hmm. Johnny had that too, yeah. but you could tell Johnny wanted to party. Yes. So I think that's the He's difference still between them. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I think Baker <laughs> yeah, actually wants yeah. to be good at football and yeah. wants to win. Yeah. And I think Johnny enjoyed being a celebrity. Yes, I agree. And there is there is a fine line between that um, that for him, he's going to have to do his best 
um, at the combine and further on into his career to get away as far, as far away from that as possible. Is that hard to to do though? Like as a as a young player, like say he goes somewhere like Miami. Well, really, you can get in trouble anywhere, but like say he goes somewhere right. like Miami yeah. or Los Angeles yep. or they're gonna be know. on. They're gonna be looking. There's gonna be people taking pictures. Um, and he has to he has to just be aware of that, you know. And listen, you're not going to get away from people pulling out cell phones, picture cameras all the time when you're in public, right? But you just have to know when you're in public and you're the new guy, you're the new kid on the block, new franchise quarterback, that like people are looking to post something negative, right? So I think if he can just understand that concept, right, because we all forget it sometimes, right? We all forget that. You know, we live in this day and age where social media is just, you know, completely taking over everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but if he can just understand that, then, um, you know, then he'll be more prepared about when he, you know, when he's out in public. You know, right. he'll be more prepared to, okay, I got to be, you know, just more aware of my surroundings. And I honestly think just keep a guy around you. Always keep, like, that mm-hmm. designated driver around you. You know what I mean? Because right. as long as you got that guy around you, you need a, you need a no man around you. Right. Yep. You know what I mean? Not right. a, you need a no man around you until you feel like you got it. Yeah. You know but in, I mean? in this in today's age, the no man can't can't help the screenshots. Screenshot right. change the game. Well, 100%. This is You're why right. screenshots. Oh, I mean, just right. oh, just right. the flush. Yes. <laughs> yes. Screenshots. Uh, yeah. You're right. The I, I agree, and we were just talking about this with uh, with the, the, the Fergie national anthem uh, disaster, yeah. I, yeah. and this is you are echoing. I was actually exactly. at the game when it happened. Really? Oh, yeah. How I'm was sorry, it? Well, how's the so energy in the crowd? This, this I want to know. So this was this is what I kind of felt bad because they tried certain social media pages tried to spin it that all the players' reactions were sure. from Fergie, and it wasn't. All those players were laughing because Draymond Green had his mouth wide open. Yeah. During the national anthem for he like, he was catching flies. It felt like a minute. It literally felt like a whole minute. It was like thirty seconds. But and Draymond's it, looked like that since for us. He's always looked like I've that. Ever seen Draymond. But it was just funny. It was them. during the national anthem, and they had the camera literally on him for thirty seconds. He didn't know for like twenty nice. seconds, and he finally closed his mouth and started laughing, mm. and then everybody else started laughing. I can't right? get mad at Draymond though. My brothers tell me I do that when I watch TV. What? But like, bro, close your mouth. Like, I know, but you know, you don't feel that air coming in there. No, I don't. don't. (laughs) I apparently sleep like that also, which is very like. (laughs) You know, he sleep with his mouth open, wide open. I I know. I like sleep with his mouth closed. The scary thing about that, though, no, impossible. The scary thing about that, though, is when you sleep on airplanes. Yes. Like, I know I look crazy when I sleep on an airplane. Yes. If I sleep with my mouth open, see, I'm different. I'm the person on the plane. I always wear a hat. And then I always put the hat over my face. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. That's a nice move. Yeah, it works. I always try to cover them. Just, just in case. You know, I don't know how I'll be looking when I'm sleeping. Oh, I'm sure it's I ugly, too. <laughs> I'm sure I'm I got also, an ugly sleep I'm, face. If I'm, um, if I'm in coach, which is like, you know. Stop. It's, all right. I'm not even, I mean, listen. Look, I, I, I'm not forking over the, the dollars for first class anywhere I go. <laughs> I'm in coach a lot. Um, you, you gotta, you're like pretty, pretty much up, sitting straight up. Yes. You know, for those of you who don't fly on airplanes, that's how it is. <laughs> And I, so I fall forward <laughs> constantly. So I'm like this. Look. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that is not a good look yeah. at all. Anyway. I don't care point, how good you look. No. Like, no, no you no, got no. an ugly sleeping face. You ugly. Uh, no. 100%. <laughs> so and, and, and that's me. So there's nothing I can do about it. Um, but we got to all that because of Fergie. Yeah. Um, Fergie didn't have any no people around her. That's how that mm. happened. 
I agree 100% with that. Good point. Because Just like Pink didn't have any no people uh, around her before the Grammys for that outfit. You know, it's funny. I said that to my wife. I was like, there's no way she checked with somebody else before no. she went out there and sang that. And and maybe she's just at that level to where she feels like she doesn't have to. Who? You know what I mean? Fergie. At what level? I said maybe she feels like that okay, she's okay. at that level. <laughs> I ain't saying maybe she is. Yeah. I'm saying maybe she feels like, because when she first started off, it sounded good. It was fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she hit those couple notes that was just like. Yeah, and then she tried but that. But during, so yeah. during the game, though, live, when I heard it, I was like, oh, sounds like she's trying to do like this Amy Winehouse thing. Mm -hmm. You know, so, so I didn't really put too much on it. And then the more I listened to it, I was like, oh. All right. Yeah, that was not good. No, it wasn't good. <laughs> it wasn't good. Not, not to pile yeah. on Fergie again. I'm sure she's had a rough couple I know. weeks. I feel bad for her. Um, but she needed no person around her, and yeah. I agree with you. That is important, especially yeah. for – I mean, I couldn't I, – I tried to keep it in perspective of what a, a terrible human I was when I was these kids' age. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I didn't have um, – I was just talking to a, a, a group of college kids uh, not too long ago um, – and I'm like talking to them about how, how I started in the business. I'm like, yeah, we didn't have Facebook Live. I'm like, oh my God, the wrinkles. Like, I, they didn't have, yeah. we didn't have Facebook Live when I was in college. It's yeah, insane. Yeah. Yeah. So there's everything is so different now. Mm -hmm. I can't imagine being yeah. someone like Baker Mayfield with the, you have all the same temptations. Mm -hmm. you, you're making mm -hmm. an insane yeah. amount of money. Yep. You're super famous. Everybody yeah. wants the same things from you mm -hmm. that say when you came in the league, you yeah. have. Yeah. But, now everybody's a reporter. Mm -hmm. Like I would, everybody. if I had a party at my house and I'm one of these guys, ain't nobody coming in with no phones. There's Bro, a great big no phone. There is a great yeah. big bucket. Yeah, you ain't sure. worry about your phone getting stolen. Leave it in the car because yes. you are not bringing a phone to I, the house. I couldn't agree with you more. You know because uh, again, social media has just changed the game. Yeah, right. It, one click of a button and it's all over to it's out to the world. You know, and I think if he has a keeps a no man around him, then. He will be able, even even those times where he gets drunk or he's not, you know, you know, completely focused on, you know, everything, his surroundings. As long as he has a no man around him, be like, hey, listen, we got to get out of here right now. Like, it, mm. you know, you're a little drunk and people are starting to take pictures or whatever stuff. Just those those kind of little right. things can be the difference in a huge story, mm -hmm. you know, all over the media or, you know, it never getting out to anybody yeah. at all. Because even if something as simple as Baker Mayfield was drunk in a bar. You know that's that's bad. You know, it, and even though right now, yeah. he probably was just had a couple of drinks and maybe he's a little tipsy, but right. that's a story. Yeah. But also, when your reputation else. is that, yes. you know, and we've seen and you're trying to get away we've from seen that. that video, right. yeah, and you're being associated with John, with Johnny Manziel. Yeah. Um, it's 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 like Zeke. Yeah, everything that Zeke went through. You know, I yep. whatever you think of what happened with the suspension. And whether or not he did that or not, yeah. Zeke did nothing to help himself in nothing that spot. Nothing at all. Yeah. I don't nothing have any sympathy for Zeke mm -hmm. as far as his nothing reputation goes. You had yeah. the opportunity to at least stay away from that stuff, yep. and I get it; it's hard, but and that's it a sacrifice a, you're making yeah. when you're when you are choosing yeah. to be an NFL player. No one's forcing you to to right. play in the NFL. Right. Right. Like this is your gift, so yeah. I would say if you want to look at it that way, but. You have the opportunity to change the narrative about yourself, mm -hmm. and unfortunately, that means you got to starve that party life. Mm -hmm. You just can't do it. It was a, it was a pattern of behavior with Zeke, right? Right. There was a couple things that just can, that kept happening, and then, and again, like you said, this fell directly in line with all the signs of the pattern of behavior. You know what I mean? So, again, and I, I truly believe that the issue, as as much as all the players tried to say it, like it didn't affect us. It 100% affected that team and was one of the biggest reasons why they just took a steep mm. decline. I'm sure. You know, it, affect, it affected Dak Prescott. 
Like, how different was he when he had Zeke back there as opposed to when he didn't have Zeke back there? You yeah. know what I mean? It was a completely different football team, you right. know? So those are the ramifications that you don't look at when you're in college or when you're coming out and you're like, oh, I can go party still and I can still do these things and, and fly under the radar. Like, no, nah, you can, bro. It's 2018. Like, yeah. social media is a yeah, beast. Yeah, I do. I feel uh, – do I feel bad for them? I don't know if that's, like, the right way to describe it. But no. I, I do – feel something for oh, them because for sure. it is a it's a lot it's a different animal process yeah. you go from being yeah. you know in college having people cover things up for you and stuff look is it yeah. right no but uh, whatever like you want you want to you want your hand held and have you tell the world's perfect it's not all right yeah. join the rest of us there's stuff that goes on exactly so when you when things switch over and you become a professional and yeah. the spotlight is bigger and you're not playing for ohio state which mm-hmm. is big they ain't the dallas cowboys right. Mm-hmm. so there's there's ramifications to it do you think that zeke who would you say is the number one running back in, in the NFL right now? Is it Zeke, Le'Veon? Le'Veon. I'm going to say Le'Veon or Todd Gurley. Mm. You know, uh, one of those two. I, can't, I don't think you can go wrong with either one of them. I don't think it's Zeke, just purely off the base of the fact of what happened last year. Like, yeah. he's not. he showed me that he's not ready yet, you know, to, to go on and be the face of the NFL. Because he could be the face right. of the NFL, from the, at least from the running back position anyway. You know, so – what happened last year showed me, you know, whether he says it was it didn't happen or whether his fault or not, like, listen, it's still your name, your brand has nice. still been affected. Your team was directly affected. You know what I mean? So whether you did it or you didn't do it, you affected the team and you put the team in a bad spot. If he was your uh, teammate, would you have would you have said something to him? Would you have been upset with him if everything happened? Um, I, I would have definitely spoken to him. I mean – being upset with him, I definitely would have been bothered. You know, I don't know about upset because we all make mistakes. Like, I'm not perfect. You right. know, I made mistakes. But um, you just have to make sure your mistakes don't mess up the team. You right. know, don't hurt the team's chances to get to the next level. You know what I mean? So, um, again, we've all made mistakes. And, and um, you know, I think the one thing about the NFL, you know, when, when you say the professional level is that it's a professional level with young men, with young kids. Mm-hmm. You know, so we're asking these young kids and it was even it was even different when I got into league right. because we were getting the big contracts in the first, right. you know, for you driving the first round, you got a big deal. You know, now it's slotted. So it's a little different. So now you actually have to go it's out and prove and show that I'm not this guy so that I can get paid that money. It's true. You know, so it was I think it, it might have been a little bit worse for, you know, before the CBA because guys were getting those big deals. But. Um, but then when you when you I guess weigh that against social media now you know it just makes things tougher. So we're asking young kids to be grown men at 21 years old. Imagine when you was 21. You no. know what I mean? Like I would be uh, well, very, I would be very famous for all the wrong with, reasons. With with a with a bag you know with the bag of money like imagine that bag bag. Yeah. bag. <laughs> That's the thing like you you came out when you were basically a celebrity before you came into the NFL yeah. like mm-hmm. you had a lot. So you, do you think being in USC and in that in that factory helped you and and better prepared because low-key I was happy when you hit the league and like I just stopped hearing about Reggie Bush because you just started you start going yeah I just started working um I think it was a good thing that I got drafted by the Saints I Mm -hmm. think it was the best thing could ever happen to me you know because had I gone to Miami my rookie year, my first couple of years, well, it might have. New Orleans ain't no, uh, but it's the yeah, only thing but sleepy town. The time I got there was right after well, Katrina, yeah. That's so true. it was a ghost town. Yeah. You know what I mean, there was nobody there. Like I remember, that we there was like they had mandatory curfews at like eight o'clock. Wow, you know, so 
those first couple years, I had no choice but to dive deep into football, right. you know, and to really like lose myself in the game, yeah. you know, and and work on my craft. So, I believe it was the best thing that could ever happen to me because it forced me to refocus and to and to get back to playing football. And and not that I got away from it, you know what I mean. But right. it just fo- it just put me in a different in a, in a different mindset, different environment. But I'm trying to think of like if I went to New York or to Miami or yeah, or back home to San Diego. Oh, forget about it. Yeah. Speaking of um, young men uh, being asked to do professional things, there's there's a lot of scandal going on with the NCAA Mm -hmm. and basketball side right now. Um, I don't I don't blame any of the players. I put the full blame on the NCAA NCAA, and all the adults involved in it. Yep. Um, we talked to Ryan Hollins. He had all these ideas for how to change the system. Uh, yeah. But his biggest takeaway was that he's glad this is happening because it's kind of peeling back the scab. It's peeling back the layers from yeah. the, the And just exposing everybody yeah. equally. And it's no longer this pretending that like these certain schools are right. corrupt and everybody's doing it. And I'm like, well, yeah. Come on, everybody knows this is going on. Right. It's not, it shouldn't be a reveal to anyone mm-hmm. what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um what do you think will fix the situation um, overall for the NCAA? Let's not just limit it to football I mean, I, or basketball. I, I agree. I, I saw, uh, what's his name, the coach from uh, Detroit Lions, uh, Detroit Pistons comments about the NCAA. He yeah, said it's like one of the worst organizations in sports, and I agree with Ooh. that because um, kids are working just as hard, if not harder, as professional athletes because they also have to go to school. Right. You know, they have to, you know, they have Two basically two full time jobs, you know what I mean, and and the NCAA makes all that money off these kids. They sell their likeness, they sell mm-hmm. their jerseys, they sell commercials. I guess on the video games, <laughs> the video game, like everything, crazy. you know. And they give the kids a thousand dollars a month stipend. Like what? Come on, bro. Like what's that gonna do? You know what I mean? So the coaches make all the money. You surround them with the boosters. You surround them with everything, but you tell them, but you can't have that. You can't have the one thing that we're making off of you, right? You know what I mean, and that—that's listen. That, I mean, that has to be one of like the like one of the greatest like cover up cons, you know, cons of all mm-hmm. time. You know what I mean? Like it's these a kids, it's like uh, it's it's like the mafia. Yeah, really. it really is. You know, and um, and they have a lot of issues going back to you know, I mean, I don't know how far back, but they have a lot of things that they need to fix about the. And I don't know if it's one answer. I don't think it's one answer. You know, I don't think it's just as easy as paying the athletes. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's more than that because the NCAA has, you know, uh, historically, you know, made millions and millions and millions of dollars billions. off these kids, billions off these kids and giving them nothing. So then, you know, you make all these money off these kids and most of them don't go pro. Like, let's say, you know, what they say for every for every university, like one or two kids you know, going to play professionally. So the other rest of those kids you made money off of, you know, right. are going and trying to find nine to five jobs. You know what I mean? And and so you've made all this money off of them. And now they're in the street struggling to find mm-hmm. jobs and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So I just think it's it's a terrible disservice they've done uh, for kids. You know, I can go on and on all day about the, the, how um, much I don't like the NCAA. The guys, <laughs> of, the guys of saying like, and this is what everyone says, and it's almost 
it almost feels racist when I hear it, and I don't want to go there. But yeah. when it says, "Oh, they're getting education," oh, they're, they're getting, they're <laughs> right. getting, but right. but they're getting an education, right? Said, right. Are we really? really? Well, because that's that, that's originally what the concept of the scholarship was built on. Like, there's yeah. an ex, there's a fair exchange of, course, yes. of services, but mm-hmm. the, the the laws of the NCAA or, or laws, but rules of the NCAA need to be updated. They, like, they were if you written. Stay, in, if you if you yeah. if you keep abiding by an antiquated uh, law or system and you don't upgrade with the times, mm-hmm. of course people are going to mm-hmm. take advantage of yeah. it. And if yeah. you, but the thing about it is, uh, to me, the biggest thing that you just mentioned, and this is like really a take that most people don't focus on, is the kids that don't go pro. Yes. So we always pay attention to, oh, this the kid got this go much pro. money. This yeah. kid, this kid's family got this much money. Yeah. Um, you know, this, this person's mom got a house or whatever. Like, what about the kids who Don't didn't make, get paid, yeah. who contributed, who were great mm-hmm. college players, mm-hmm. but weren't mm-hmm. going to go pro, mm-hmm. who made – they also made yes. – they're four-year starters, yep. you know, on the offensive line, who, yeah. who allowed, you know, Baker to have this, this yeah. career. Like, mm-hmm. what about those kids? Yeah. So the whole, the whole system, I think, uh, needs to be revamped. And, and then um, aside from the boosters, yeah. you have – you have these sneaker companies and these these big sponsors mm-hmm. who didn't exist before. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When the NCAA first came into play. Right. Yeah. Like update the update the the system. Yeah, it has to change and and um, you know they've I think they're getting exposed now. Well, again, like you said, this is a good thing that this is finally happening because you know it, we're starting to see that something has to change. Does it fall under the the, the racially the racial thing because well, there's there a racial tone to all this but i think that I, I, here's my my obviously i agree there's there are some racial undertones going on here but yes. i think because you have more black athletes yes it's going to disproportionately affect black, athletes. black athletes so yes, th- yes that I is agree. the case yes. but to me it's a it's a level above that it's you don't have diversity on the highest level. When yeah. you see these companies get into these situations, my first question is like, well, what's the room look like mm-hmm. that approved that? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. right, that right, will right, probably right. give you the answer as to why this happened. It's not right. rocket science. You've got all the same people from all the same place that all look the same, that yeah. are all the same age. Mm-hmm. Of course you're going to come out exactly. with an outcome that's not that's that's why should that be surprising to anyone? Yes. Of course they all looked at it like yeah, it looks fine. <laughs> Why that bother me? Yes. There's no one else in the room. And I think that's a problem yes. with the NCAA, too, that, you know, you need to upgrade. You need to update the whole yeah. the And whole you system. also need different people from different cultures who can yeah. give you different perspectives. Diversity. Mm-hmm. And, yes, diversity. There you go. One word. Yeah. I, was, I, told, <laughs> yeah. I told Ryan Hollins, I said, they're talking about education, what the NCAA teaches student athletes is how to get over, yes. how to cut corners, how to right. how to get around certain rules and regulations. Yeah. I was broke in college and I ended up I signed up for FAFSA under a family member's name yeah. so I can get a little right. extra money out of pocket money. so I can go out to Subway when yeah. everybody else going out to Subway. My rent I never forget, man. My rent from my when my when my uh my best friend now we were we were roommates was uh was fourteen eighty. We split it. That's seven hundred and forty dollars a piece. Our stipend check was a thousand dollars a month, so we only had what two hundred and you know sixty dollars left over in LA. Yeah, and, and and like imagine like when you think back about it now. Yeah, and it's like, like it's, it's, it's hilarious to even think hilarious. of like it's yeah. a joke. Yeah. you've got Reggie Bush paying rent. <laughs> USC has Reggie Bush yeah. paying rent. Why the bleep is Reggie Bush paying rent? <laughs> like you should not be paying rent. Yeah, and we the, made, the amount of money that you're yeah. making that school that you're making the yes. NCAA, and you yeah. have to use seven hundred dollars of your stipend to pay rent. Man, is man, a joke. Seven forty. 
<laughs> Add the extra forty dollars in there. Manti had their shirts in the Notre Dame bookstore with the number five and Hawaiian lace on it mm. in multiple different colors. Wow. You know, they're our main primary colors. And like But man, y'all don't have nothing to do with Hawaii. We ain't see, right. we ain't got, <laughs> Like, talk about the likeness of yeah, it. Like, the that's the perfect thing, example of, yeah. like, the likeness. Thing, yes. The likeness thing is what makes me the most crazy right. out of all yeah. of it. Like, the fact that you can't sign a piece of paper and charge someone for it mm-hmm. is, it's, there's so many At insane the things level. about it, but that yeah. is really crazy to me. Okay, well. And then, mind you, all those people who you sign in those, they're going to selling that. Yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? So Easy. I never Everybody's forget in college. In college, I would sign autographs. I just knew this guy was about to go sell it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because he got like six, seven things, and you know, and oh yeah, the college. You like, all right, he about to go make some money off of me right now. He tells, <laughs> be careful with it. Don't uh, <laughs> don't get too much. He signed in the blue. Like, no, let me get the blue one. <laughs> they like it. Really? The blue. Well, the signing the blue. The okay. Hack is you gotta ask them who you're signing it to. Yeah. Oh know, yeah. It's like to Nick. You know, there's too many people coming by. Yeah, that's adding extra time. I know. When you get caught in an autograph scrum, Brandon, you know. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, there's a time where I was good in high school football. You know what I mean? Played an All American game, you know, signing autographs. All right. Lots of good stuff today. Before we let you go, Super Bowl prediction for next year. Damn, we're already doing this? Toughest question. We're already doing the Super Bowl predictions. Oh, my God. Um, I'm going to let you go with a softball. Sheesh. <laughs> I'm going to say. Uh, I'm really asking you this because do, do you think that Philadelphia is going to be back there? Because everybody's super high in no, Philadelphia. And I, didn't I think it's, it's just too hard to get back. So Philadelphia um, surprised a lot of people this year. They're not going to surprise anybody next year. Everybody's gonna be gunning yeah, for yeah. them. You gotta lose all of them underdog masks. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, ain't no underdogs. Well, they ain't one that no more. No underdog no more. We're forgetting the fact that Carson Wentz is going to be back and healthy. Yes, right? Right. I agree. No, no, we forgot that. But oh, okay. if any okay. team has the best chance to get back, it would be them. But I just knowing football and knowing how hard it is to get back because now they're gonna see everybody's A plus game, not A game. They see everybody's A plus game. Nobody's underestimating you. Anymore. No, they gonna everybody's gonna have that game circled on their on their calendar mm-hmm. and looking to knock them off and looking to prove. That you know we could beat the defending champs, so I don't think they'll be back. I think they have as good a shot as any, um, but I don't think it's going to be Philly. You know, so I think uh, I can just throw anybody in there. Uh, I don't know the Saints. I'm gonna say yeah! the Saints. Saints. I was the just Saints in New Orleans. Uh, and I don't want to say Patriots. <laughs> They're favorite again. They're going to be back. You, I mean, you kind of. Yeah, and he's playing. It depends if on dude's playing. You got to put him in there. It depends on what happens with Le'Veon Bell. If he's back in Pittsburgh, I think mm. Pittsburgh has a shot. I don't, I don't I, listen. I love Pittsburgh, but I just they're, 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 they just can't get it together. I don't you, know what it do is. Do you think that he'll be back in Pittsburgh? Uh, I do, but I just I think Ben is Ben is one one foot out, one foot in. Yeah. Um, he's already talked about. He's been talking about retiring, retiring. for like two years now. Yeah. Which is which is fine. Like that's people retire. Yeah. But I just I, <laughs> unless he changes up his diet, he may yeah. be out in the middle of the season. Well, look, I mean, I don't Ben's, wish no bad on nobody. Ben's but. Ben's been that way though, yeah. and Ben likes to they take a ben. hit. Now Ben will hold the he ball will. all day and just just take that take that sandwich right on the ground. I can't imagine what his body's gonna be like in Man. fifteen twenty Ooh. years. Man, I, I don't mean, either. after like, and then he, this guy, like every time he gets injured, right. He'll have, like, surgery, and we back out there, like, next week. I'm yeah. like, how did you just get surgery on your knee, and then you out there playing two weeks later or a week later? Like, how do you do that? <laughs> oh, the vibranium from... <laughs> I need some of that vibranium. Yeah. Yo, I ain't gonna lie. I was a little jealous. I was like, damn, like, I hope that really exists at some point. Yeah, let get some vibranium. 
You know what I'm saying? Be right here running like Reggie Bush. Why did they use the vibranium to save uh, Killmonger, though? Yeah. No? I was, you know, I was actually hoping at the end that he was going to live and that they were going to join forces. Yeah. I, think I was actually hoping that. I feel like, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a big enough comic happens. book nerd to know if Killmonger's really dead, but I'm like hoping, you know. Well, he died. Right. Yeah, but like I mean, they could they like the other guy almost died. No, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. he did. Though. And He's then dead. okay, last question. They didn't want to like maybe maybe in the sequel with White Wolf. They can do whatever they want to do. What's Tommy's name? White Wolf. Bucky. Who? White Wolf was Bucky. Oh, he gonna cause some problems. In, the uh, big dude. No, no. The, 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 it's a, after the credit and you talking about uh uh uh. Winston Duke. No, his name is real name is Winston Duke. I know. What's his Mbaku. 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 The big dude. Oh yeah, yeah, I yeah, like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Now like they're it. trying to push like when, when white people talk out of turn. Yeah, that was so how funny. Much, how much fraternity influence was on that entrance, though? <sighs> I mean, because that took me right. Sure. That took me right back to college days. It did. Yeah. It did. Speaking of that, uh, Fox is having a Black History barbecue on the lot today, which I think is hilarious. <laughs> I mean, which is great. A barbecue. They're going to play... Uh, I can't wait to go. A barbecue. They're going to play uh, Summertime with <laughs> Will Smith. Should I be Smith? offended that I haven't gotten an email about this? I, I, it's, it's right outside. In all it. fairness, I, I don't check my email. In the email, they said, wear your... Uh, if you went to HBCU, wear your hoodie. Or like, wear your favorite... <laughs> what? And I'm like... I was uh, waiting for you to say, wear your dashiki. <laughs> oh, my God. That's what I'm saying. I'm waiting to go out there and see what kind of... African-American well, listen, everybody has them about, now uh, because everyone's hype over Black Panther. Oh, yes. Well, wait, why? Okay, so at the end, I love the movie, but why did he, like, bring him up to the, like, the great sunset so he could die? Because you know his mean? father, like, who was... The um, sunsets are beautiful. No, I understand uncle. why, but, like... No, I got you. Why? Like, the dude was already dead. Like, oh, you, know, you care about him getting able to see the sunset. It's love. The whole thing is... soft dude. You know what I'm saying? Light skin. Light skin. You see what happened? Light skins ain't... They out. I told him. I said last episode... Right here. No, 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 Dark skin, no. You see what happened? Killmonger. That was a power. I said a lot. You see what happened? You see what happened? I said last week, there was not a lot of Jesse Williams and Wakanda. I'm going to put it out there. Not a lot of dark skin dude. You know what I'm saying? You know you ain't seen the mean me light skin no, dudes in there. No, nothing that even look Real, like. Real, rough, <laughs> tough. You gotta go dark skin the whole way. Wesley Snipes. Um, who Shout else? Wesley Snipes. Uh, <laughs> Wesley Snipes versus Denzel. Blade. I liked all of it. I just, Blade. I, I, I oh. wish that, um, I would, I wish they could have saved Killmonger though. No, oh, Michael G. Jordan, My, Michael B. Jordan fan though. So. You're not one? Of course I am. Oh, okay. All the girls are. Man, let's go. Let's end the show right now. Let's go ahead and end the show. Thank you so much for joining us. You're great. Appreciate it. Thank you. Hey, guys. Joy Taylor here. Here's a quick word from ZipRecruiter. Are you hiring? Every business needs great people and a better way to find them. Something better than posting your job online and just praying for the right people to see it. ZipRecruiter knew there was a smarter way, so they built a platform that finds the right job candidates for you. ZipRecruiter learns what you're looking for, identifies people with the right experience, and invites them to apply to your job. These invitations have revolutionized how you find your next hire. In fact, 80% of employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site in just one day. And ZipRecruiter doesn't stop there. They even spotlight the strongest applications you receive so you never miss a great match. The right candidates are out there. ZipRecruiter is how you find them. Businesses of all sizes trust ZipRecruiter for their hiring needs. So right now, my listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash joy. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash joy. ZipRecruiter.com slash joy. 
ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Thank you so much to Reggie Bush for joining us. He was great. Really appreciate him talking about the NCAA uh, as well. Um, hope you enjoyed that. And uh, have a great weekend. Make sure you subscribe so you can check us out next week. Bye. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe